Yo, everybody, we are up and live. Uh, greetings, greetings, everybody. Um, from a cold South Africa's winter time. <laughs> it's winter time us now. Um, so if you're outside of the... <laughs> yeah, it is. So if you're outside of South Africa, yeah, please enjoy the sunshine and send some of us, send some of the heat, you know, via... I don't know, you can email basically anything these days. So if you want to send us, you can. I'm sure you can. Um, everybody, uh, just to pick up my, my last year starter, Lapo, for coming through um, with episode 130. My sister, it was actually outstanding speaking to her. And um, if you guys caught that episode, we spoke about the township economy, uh, which is a theme that I want to carry. That I was, um, we actually, I do have, have another guest lined up. It was just a scheduling thing um, and we couldn't schedule in time. But that is something I want to talk a little bit more of and unpack other dropping years is um, brain on how they're dealing, how they're working with the township economy. So look forward to that. I'm, I'll probably be doing that for the rest of the year, to be fair. Um, so there will be plenty of more content around that. Um, also, just um, I'm sure you guys, if you, if you are familiar with my with uh, with Artex, the YouTube page. So I've been doing a lot of shorts, um, YouTube shorts, also just to keep the content machine running. Um, and it seems to be working. Um, it'll be nice if it can be, if, 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 if there can be a zero behind, <laughs> behind, behind. Uh, guys are watching, but hey man, I, I, I always feel it can be more. But um, thanks to everybody for, for, for watching. I've, so far, I think I've done about just over 30 or 40, um, but I'm gonna be doing many more. I think I'm gonna be doing about two a day. Um, pending on you know the load sharing schedule and so forth and so forth. And that's just to keep the as I said, just to keep the the content machine running. Um, and um, for you for for YouTube's algorithms and the SOE for my, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. And also just um, actually I made this point. It's actually something that I've actually never addressed. I think since I've moved to video, is that I've noticed that the sound isn't always that great, but um. Shit, man. Um, I'm trying here, and um, even now, early on, we try to use Zencaster again, but it's not adaptable for everyone's device, so we have to always revert back to Zoom. Um, so it is, it is something I am aware of, and it is something I'm trying to improve. So that's that. So yeah, guys, thanks for that. But um, moving on to today's episode, um, we're talking literature today. Um, we're talking to Sikhle. Um, um, my brother. I, I actually I, I I didn't write your surname. <laughs> um, I almost said Tuli. Tuli. Yes. I was going to yeah. another surname. I should I should <laughs> I should write down more often. But we're talking to Sifflin Tuli from okay. he's the new editor chief of New Contrast um, Journal, which is going to be interesting. And to my right over there, we have an old friend of mine, Cabello Moso King. Um, so firstly, gentlemen, greetings. Um, happy Friday. Um, I hope you guys mm. are warm. And um, good where you are. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, let's start off with Sifle. How are you doing, Mikey? Oh, I'm great. I'm great. Uh, you know, it's great to see Cabello again. We saw each other on Wednesday. And yeah, I'm meeting Wesley for the first time. But I've heard your name I've heard you through the grapevine. I've heard about a lot about you as well. So thanks for thanks, having bro. me. Yeah. Thanks, my brother. Thanks. I'm flattered. I'm flattered. Gabza, um, <laughs> I hope it's warm in Soweto today. Um and um yeah man um, I hope you I'll be good. Yeah, well yeah um morning gentlemen uh it's so it's so great to have both my friends on the same platform you know <laughs> um both uh who are 
wonderful people, uh, first of all, and creatives. And yeah, thanks for having me here with to join you in this conversation with for sure. Uh, thanks, bro. Season. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, mm, uh, mm. So to all my listeners, you know, they, they mentioned that they had a show on the Wednesday, which was the 24th of May. Um, it was the 200th edition of New Contrast. Um, now that is outstanding. I, I think I think that's a good point uh, to start off. 200 editions is, is for, for Literary Journal South Africa is, is simply outstanding. Um, so well done. Well done to the entire editorial, everybody behind, um, behind the publication and much, mm. um, you know, congrats to that. Yeah, there's the there's the copy. Much love to that. So, um, Sifre, let's start off with you, my brother. You are now the new editor in chief. Um, offline, we spoke a little bit about what direction um you're looking to take the publication in. You know, um, let's start off there. Yeah, yeah. Grateful for the the selection with the board. You know, um, new new horizons ahead, and uh, we are just going to introduce a very Pan African like most of my editorial decisions are going to be informed by the Pan-African and the Pan-Africanism. And of course, we want to just contextualize the literary journal as existing uh, in South Africa on an African continent as well. Of course, you're going to be reflective of the demographics of the country, which I feel that wasn't done before. Um, I want to see uh, more Black writers, young Black writers in such places because it was very hard for me to even get into a literary journal when I was starting out as well. So I want a journal that is very South African and sort of is reflective of the demographics and also speaks to the Pan-African world of literature and the diaspora, our African brothers who still stay in the UK and the US. Um, that's my vision in just in general, yeah. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Um, can you just take us, um, take us right to the beginning, man? Um, so for those guys who's not familiar with um... With new contrast, what is the journal about? Would you guys publish? Yeah. You know, just give us like a small blurb about about that. All right. So the journal was started in the nineteen sixties, um, and it's been had had a lot long history of editors. But our first mainly black editor was part of a collective, Mtutuzeli. But and uh, I think Kabelo is familiar with him, and. So now uh, Masande Njanga is who I'm taking over from as well. So it's just a, a journal, a literary journal, one of South Africa's oldest literary journals. We publish poetry, we publish prose, nonfiction and fiction. And you also publish uh, art, artwork, art by artists uh, such as yourself, Wesley. If you want something, and send us something our way, feel I will, free. I will take you up and on that. Yeah. <laughs> And so, yes, it's just a South African magazine. And yeah, we're just trying to show everybody that we're still here. We exist 60 years later or however many years. My match is really bad. But yeah, we're here and we're here to just uh, take you contrast and make it a contemporary. That's my main thing as well. Yeah. Uh, Kamsa, you got anything to add on top of that, my brother, given that they've been around since the 60s? Yeah. Um, yes, yes, that's a that's a journey, man. Yo, it is. It's a milestone. Two hundred, two hundred version of the of a two hundredth edition of the book. Um, mm -hmm. I think the first thing I would like to sort of uh, discuss with Cecil is maybe for him to kind of give us a sense as to how was it like your first encounter with New Contrast or the mm -hmm. idea of publishing in a literary journal. 
-hmm. how important was that for you and then how did you discover or rather your first encounter maybe to take us through your journey regarding your first encounter with new contract mm -hmm. and and yeah. and 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 then maybe as you now sort of move from uh being a published poet and now being mm -hmm. on the other side so to speak as the editor yeah 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 well I have to go back to Makanda for that story. I have to go back to my time at Rhodes. That's where me and Gabola actually met as well. Gabola was MA in creative writing and I was doing my MA in classical studies or ancient history. So I go back to my first year and we had to buy English books at this bookshop. And then I stumbled upon the work of Seiklamo Mutsapis uh, specifically Earth Depper, the ocean is very shallow, and also uh, Ten Flapping Elbows Mama by Pulinumalo, and another one I found it was from Polo Gang's White Heart as well. So I looked at all, all these collections and I saw myself in the township experience as well as the Black experience, mm. and I wanted it. I wanted what they had on the, on the collections. And so it was a way of finding how I would get to the point of being able to publish with a publisher as well. And one of the first things during the research process of trying to find a way to break in the literary world was this whole recurring thing of submit to literary journals, submit to literary journals. Like most of the websites were saying the exact same thing. And the literary journal around at the time was New Coin, which is based in Makanda as well. It's associated with the Rhodes University. It was also Potsoto. They were a print journal at the time. Now they're moving to online. Uh, yeah, they have an open submission period for June. And there was a new contrast as well. Uh, my first submission was to New Coin, rejected. And of course, New Contrast was also rejected as well. So I had to work my way up and really improve my craft and, and yeah, work at it. And eventually, uh, New Contrast was one of the first that accepted my work back in 20. 12 or 2013, somewhere around there. And so it's one of the, your literary practice or literary training ground if you want to eventually have a, a collection or a book. If you're a poet, also for a short story writer or a novelist, it's a great place to ex exhibit your skills, the literary journals I'm speaking of now. Um, and of course, to put your name out there as well. Uh, I always talk about the uh, literary world in musical terms. So it's like uh, being part of a mixtape uh, and a collection of like <laughs> rappers, you know? You want to put your name out there. So, you know, I I, I was submitting to literary journals, New Core, New Contrast, Pototo, I've been on all of them. And I've built my name up to the point where I can get offered these positions. And it's such uh, a, a wonderful experience to now come full circle and be the one who actually um is taking the work in um mm. and i know how it feels to struggle as a a nobody in this literary genre and i want to make the journal the journey for for young black writers and even the queer mm. community and disabled community to feel welcome at new contrast mm. that's why it's so vital for me to be in this space as well as this position and i understand the responsibility of the role yeah 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 all right. Um, well. Kabza, you want to say something? Yeah, just on that, just on that role uh, regarding you as somebody who's a practicing poet and also now finding yourself in the role of an editor. I mean, a lot of yeah. people would think that you're a young poet, right? 
in terms of not necessarily an aspiring poet, as in like you are already, you have two books that you have and you already, um, that mm. you have published and you already have another one that's upcoming with Pozozo. So you, 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 yeah. you know, you've got you, you've got your ground well read. However, yeah. in terms of, um, I mean, being a lot of the time you find that most editors are not just, and they're only, they're almost like old white men, isn't it? Often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who are probably uh, in the, at, at the end of their retirement or something. I don't know. They've probably been mm -hmm. writing for so long. However, at this point, they're probably so keen to read what's uh, like a sort of a new, or rather engage with a new wave of writing, right? Mm. However, mm. you find yourself in a, in a position where you are currently, um, you know, in an editing position, you know? So, yeah, yeah can you discuss a little bit about that? Yes, well, you know, I, I can't ignore the politics of, of everything. Like uh, my being a, a black editor in a very white space is probably why someone like me would be attractive to, to new contrast as well. But it also is addressing the imbalances of the past of which I'm willing to help insofar as that and addressing the imbalances. And yes, I, I'm, I agree with you fully. Uh, a lot of the publishers or rather the editors of journals before were uh, white, uh, particularly old men uh, who didn't really understand, like, you know, I can't talk about uh, Andre 3000, uh, you know, forever, ever, forever, ever from Chris uh, <laughs> Jackson to them, you know, and, you know, some <laughs> other sort of hip hop theories, uh, urban, contemporary, you know, I can't really you know, they can't really relate to that. But with me, uh, if somebody wants to include that in their work, I can relate to that. And of course, because of my education background in the classics, if someone wants to mention uh, Aeschylus or, you know, Sophocles or whatever, I can I can tap into that as well. So yeah, I, I consider myself pretty valuable to the role. And so yeah, the whole idea of being adaptable and understanding where poetry is now and where it's going as well in terms of international trends is something that I'm also quite familiar with. Um, I'm quite active on the sort of journal circuit. So by journal circuit, I mean, I submit quite regularly to international publications. I have you coming out this year as well on some really notable publications. So as someone who's active, I can contribute with like the trends of literary journals in the country and bring them here and make us an active, not even competitor, but an active voice in the literary journal scene as well, yeah. Um, so if I, um, um, you mentioned something there that um, that resonates with me. Firstly, um, I like the the, the are you compared a journal to like a hip hop mixtape? You know that that really relates. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that makes it explains it to a younger generation. But on top of that, like yeah, I yeah. find that I find that example quite quite interesting. That that's a very contemporary example, very modern. You mentioned about the yeah. state of poetry in 2023. Um, where where do you where do you where do you think um the poetry scene is? Um, and what are people what are mm. people writing about? And or, or you know what are you? Yeah, let's just start there. I'll, I have a few other okay. questions, but let's just start with that. So where do you where where do you think the poetry scene is, and where do you think it's moving to? Yeah, well. I always uh, think about uh, poetry in terms of like, you know, geographical regions as well. Like Durban is your spoken word hotspot. 
like I I I have a feeling it it links to the the oral history, the oral tradition of Izimbong. So that translates to a lot of poets coming out of there. And it's very, also very important to note that uh, Black writers in particular are self-publishing a lot of their work as well uh, because of uh, sort of this interest to have their voices stifled by white editors That's um, who might be very, who might impose themselves. So we have someone like Zizu Popam who released uh, Sunflowers, Sunflowers for My Lovers, I think it's called, and independently of, of any white editors. And we also have uh, Zamama Dinana, who has mm. his new collection, 94. Zama was actually at the launch on Wednesday, uh, also releasing independently. And we have Kwazin Zangis as well, who's from KZN, releasing independently. So we have a lot of uh, Black authors uh, taking the independent routes, um, which is something I wanted to make note of. But then you also have your more established established publishers as well. You have, of course, Pototo, which is publishing my new collections, Zabla's Republic. You have Ustanga, which is on a bit of a hiatus at the moment. And you have Dryad Press, based in Cape Town. A couple of others, but these are the ones that I'm quite familiar with that they're releasing work at, at the time. And so to state of poetry now is it's just based on where you are. Cape Town has a very lively page poetry scene. Um, a lot of the releases uh, actually have a platform to sort of perform their work. There are online platforms such as, um, I think it's called uh, Red Wheelbarrow. And there's also another one called, uh, I forget the name, an open mic platform that's online. And it's just a way to promote the reading in Cape Town. But yeah, poetry in Cape Town, I'd say it's like, if you want to have your name out there, it's a good space. But in Johannesburg as well, what I found is that there's so much vibrant arts world going on here. Like, it's really been a great scene. Like, some of the, the top voices are out here as well, just doing their thing. Mm -hmm. So it's just mainly about between uh, page and uh, performance poetry. And I feel like both of them are really doing well, but of course, page poetry, we have a lot to work on as well. Like we are excluded from uh, very major sort of prizes in the country. Uh, I've I almost become a soldier for page poetry mm. because of the lack of that we do receive in terms of like recognition, all of that. But yeah, got a lot to work on, but again, we need to sort of knuckle down and work on it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just, just. Um. I mean, you you make reference to Michael King, the editor. Um, and basically, in terms of his stylistic approach. Um, mm. I mean, we've. I mean, the other day we're looking at Masisi Kunene's. Um, we're reading from from Masisi Kunene's uh, epic poem, yeah. and yeah. you know, we found that actually the 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 Zulu version of the book or rather mm -hmm. the Zulu version of, of 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 the of the epic poem was the first one which was actually uh, uh written then translated into English right and then yeah. however it was not published until very recently mm -hmm. so stylistically and also in considering the inequalities structurally mm -hmm. in terms of South Africa whereby mm -hmm. obviously English has often taken premise over local languages Mm -hmm. And uh, stylistically, 
what is how how do you how do you how 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 do you find the balance in in your in 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 your approach and also considering the fact that you actually just as much as you might say that you are uh you know a uh, uh, a warrior of page poetry oral mm. tradition is often being part of your tradition isn't it i mean it's off it's you you feed on both involuntarily right yeah so stylistically yes, of course. yeah 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 no in terms of like, I'll speak first as like the editor of New Contrast. Like I, I want to introduce more uh, Zulu work, Fossa work, Sutsu work in the magazine just to show that, you know, English isn't the only language we speak in South Africa. Like the, the journal itself is something that can be taken out of the country and shown that this is what South African life is like with regards to the perspective of the artist, of the writers, of the, of the, the, the painters, etc. Mm -hmm. And it's very important for me to actually give a space for indigenous languages as well, because mm -hmm. the whole pessimistic view of it's not marketable, I think it's nonsense. Uh, we need to try it at least and preserve these languages as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but insofar as my own approach, you know, I am paying homage to the greats that came before me, like as far as I try to when I'm writing it, I, I do always make reference to say Shamu Mutape, who was a big influence for me to be here. And and yeah, as far as it as it goes, like it's important to pay homage to the ones who came mm -hmm. before, who paved the way. And I do incorporate elements of Zulu language in my work still, mm -hmm. uh, because the whole idea of making uh, my work very uh, comfortable for for white people is something I don't want to overdo as well. Of course, readability is important, but it's still my audience is is very much black. You know, I'm writing for black people. Uh, whoever reads it, reads it. But you know, my unapologetic viewpoint is a Pan-African point of view. Uh, I want my Zulu ethnicity to speak to uh, Yoruba culture, and we can have that conversation uh, on the page on my poetry. Um, but yeah. Um, Sinclair, I just want to make oh, wow. a follow-up question there. Um, I wanted Thank to, and I'm, and I, and I'm glad. Um, thanks to Bill for bringing up that that question because um, I, uh, you know, about the different languages, um. I wanted to ask you as a follow-up question on that and new markets, my brother. Yeah. Um, you're yeah. saying you're saying there that you that you have a pan-Africanist viewpoint and um much love to that, much love to that. Um, you know, if we look at the continent, there's 54 country uh, countries um um on, on on the continent. Um, we, you know, we're actually quite similar. Um, West, East, South Africa, uh, uh, you know, we're actually quite similar. Um, uh, more than most. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm sure you get it. Are you guys looking to sell? I mean, like, are you guys looking to, um, where are you guys looking to expand? Are you guys looking to start new markets? Um, you know, new, um, mm. where are you guys looking to get new readers? And let's just unpack that one yeah. a little bit. Yes, uh, we are always looking to expand. Uh, well, that's my vision. I just got here, but yeah, already looking for ways to expand. Uh, very dynamic with the way I want to sort of approach this new regime uh, so i have invited uh, friends of mine uh from from Af other african countries like one of them was Loi Kachinga from the democratic yes. republic of congo to submit to us and he really put, delivered a performance i see Abelo's giving us a young <laughs> and um yeah like i have made great connections with uh pan-african writers um TJ Benson from Nigeria, 
very prolific novelist. He's a great friend of mine as well. And so the first move in terms of like this new regime is to stabilize. I think that's the most important thing for me. To stabilize the magazine because yeah, subscribers and readers uh, need to have pride in the magazine of where it's going. And then of course, to bring in the, the Pan-African writers to join us uh, on the magazine. We did have a, a number of them. We had an entrance from Uganda as well in 200, of which was my first get edited magazine, uh, journal or edition as well. So the whole idea is to first to, to move slowly, first have the writers, and then of course, we can start having the conversations about the stockists um, in other African countries. But the digital medium as well, you know, with the pandemic, the, we've gone digital, a, lo a lot of us. And so the digital medium of having digital editions will be, will be a great help while we try and establish uh, the physical market of how to get physical copies of new contrast where they need to be on the African continent. Because even the shipping of, of, of magazines, it's quite expensive on the African continent for some uh, odd reason, but that's the truth of it. And for now, we'll work with digital. We'll invite uh, authors, notable authors, and even emerging authors, authors as well to contribute to new contrast. But yeah, our lens, our focus is very much Pan-African, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, just maybe, um... Uh, maybe it's a comment rather, you know, um, and maybe Wesley can also, you know, uh, uh, sort of come into this developing an audience, right? Um, mm. For 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 one thing, I think I remember with Reunited Siblings, which was the publication that uh, 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 Wesley was um, uh, was was partly in charge in 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 running, um, mm -hmm. and who also published some of. Of the more spoken word, Josie's base spoken word, and other people throughout the country. Uh, yeah. I think one of the things that that I I I I I I I remember, which was very important in running and developing a market in that regard, was developing spaces for reading and performance, mm. um, and mm. working those spaces. You know, mm. um, so consistent readings. Are often able to kind of entice people to get exposure to different uh, forms of different styles, different approaches in writing mm. or performance. And mm. I think that's 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 one of the things that I think was very important in also marketing, creating a market for not just um, uh, a poets but also visual artists such as Wesley and and other people who may be interested in the craft from elsewhere. Mm. Um, uh, are you? I don't know. What is your What is your approach uh, in this regard, in terms of getting the 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 the, the literature to the readers and creating maybe yeah. or maybe uh, opening up a new platform for new readers? Yeah. Well, um, I I take that comment. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like just having a space where people can even interact in person, because I think that's what took away from us during the pandemic. We weren't able to meet each other, even have discussions about the arts. And I did release my own collection in 2020s uh, called yes. Rumbling. Yes. But we suffered greatly because we couldn't have any physical launches. Most of our launches were limited to Zoom readings of which, you know, it was so much more difficult to, to, to sell a book over or online because you know, you can't tell, convince somebody to, 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 to buy something not without having the physical presence 
of mm -hmm. being there. So the the online sorry the, the event that we had on Wednesday was very important. Just even to just touch base with people, let, let them know that new contrast is around. We're here and we want to have more events like that as well in different parts of the country as well. Um, mm. But of course, it was a start. It was a great start. Attendance could have been better, but it was going to be difficult to have an event in the middle of a week from two to, from two, uh, two to four um, mm. on a weekday. But it's just a signal of intent that was important for me to say that we're here and we're going to ha have such spaces and we're going to do it in different ways. Uh, to my and of course, hopefully have the 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 sort of the, the drive to do it again and in, encourage other uh, literary journals to do the same. Yeah. Yeah, man, I just like to raise a comment there on um, um it's interesting what, what you say whether the show on the 24th were like being at two, two o'clock, you know, midweek mm -hmm. um and so forth. So yeah, that's a bit awkward for working class um people, you know. Yeah. I understand that. Um, I also the 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 point you said on like your 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 publication that you did during the during the lockdown, you know, with the limitations of Zoom, or, or rather um, virtual yeah. meetings and and so forth. I just want to make a point on those two things there. Um, what I'm what I'm what I'm trying to encourage a lot on this platform is for collaboration between various creatives, um, like myself yourself and Cabello. Cabello's also got a book. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, um, mm. um, um, you know, Hunger and Arrival is, is, is done and they're busy marketing that too. Um, I see a lot of potential behind the virtual world. Um, and I just want to highlight just uh, just a few points there. I just I just think that I don't really think we we understand the, um, how far we can push the technology um and and how we can mm. how we can use use the technology because I, I think zoom is only just one platform there's actually multiple and there's also um i've 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 spoken to a few mm. few, few uh <laughs> to a few visual artists <laughs> um that also uses um instagram pretty successfully um you mm. think um you know there's also a lot of fluff on, on instagram but there's also guys making maybe not good money but they are um and 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 mm. i also find how I also find it interesting on how creators are using the various social media platforms. So what you post on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and so forth, and, 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 how, and how they use. I just find that is a that is a conversation that one can workshop in much in much bigger, in much greater detail. It's also something that I also believe is the future of our industry. I know one thing, and many artists, musicians, and so forth can testify is that in doing a and an, an event, you know, um, you know, the turnout might not always be so um so um, so great. And even though the turnout there, you know, mm. not everybody there is there to spend money. That doesn't mean that mm. they don't it's just mm. uh, that the, the people who spend money do exist and, and uh, um you know who's gonna invest in the product are there. It's just how to get hold of them. And I think that point mm. there is a very, very interesting thing to um um to talk to talk about. Um, because we have 5G mm. technology, we, you know, we can, I mean, this sounds a bit sci-fi-ish, so, um, but we can actually have holograms, <laughs> bro. I mean, imagine that, yeah. like, when we started off in mm. the late 90s, early 2000s, saying something like that sounded, you know, very Hollywood, it sounded very sci-fi, something you would just get in a book, but the technology exists, 
and we can mm. use it. And I think um, one thing that I'm also very excited about, about the time that we are in now, is where creators like ourselves here can actually pioneer um, on, on, on this and set the, um, set the standard. Um, I do believe one of mm -hmm. my goals, um, and I want to mention this on this platform, is in a few months' time, is with, um, let me put it to you like this, with a, with a sport match, if you have 50,000 people in a stadium, that is considered like the benchmark. You say like, yo, whatever mm -hmm. event, whatever sport here is successful. I do believe we can do that for the arts. And I'd like mm -hmm. somebody, actually, mm -hmm. if there's somebody that want to challenge me, I'm definitely up for that. And when I mean 50,000 people, I'm, I'm meaning on digital platforms. Because like, if you look at the English speaking population in India, I mean, there's cats listening to this podcast in India. I mean, mm. I find that fascinating and they are returning lessons. I find that fascinating that somebody whose culture is, you know, completely different than ours is finding, um, you know, found this podcast and is tuning in every week. You know, there's obviously the, all the other English speaking countries, um, Australia, the UK and so forth. And um, mm -hmm. there's also the African diaspora, which is also a very, very interesting market that actually relates back to the, to the earlier point about new markets. Um, the African diaspora I also think is a very lucrative um, uh, market as, as well. And it's how we, is how do we tap into that? Um, I, I respect mm -hmm. a lot about how artists work to refine their work and to make sure that it is, you know, that, 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 the editing and, and, and so forth or the producing if you're a musician is, is on mm -hmm. point because they respect their, their craft but I also think we should have that same effort for marketing and for mm -hmm. I find it actually quite I've been on the receiving end where I spend months on a body of work just to sell one piece and mm -hmm. it's not because of this this is that that it's just that the work itself wasn't um you couldn't see it you couldn't access it and it's that point of access which i which i think is quite and and and, and i really do think that we can we can workshop these ideas and we can really stand because there's a few other viewpoints i'm just i'm just giving mm -hmm. you an, an overview of everything there's 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 a lot of nuance um, um you know details which one can expand on and that's just my point mm -hmm. um and, and just in closing gents like we just got about two minutes or so of this session so what i'm gonna do i'm gonna wrap up this session yeah send you guys a new link and then we'll pick up all mm -hmm. those other points um, on the other session and just to my listeners if you guys are listening remember to like subscribe and comment to this channel and um, yeah it'll be interesting to know what you guys have to say about the points that we've raised so far so to my guests um, guys Jens I'll see you in about a minute's time mm. salute wait could you just remind me the last point again? Uh, sorry 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 Sifle, what do you say um, just the last point. I didn't get the uh, before from the other one. My mind. Oh, a oh bit blank. Okay, okay. I will mention that. Okay, everybody, uh, we are back. Remember to like, subscribe, and comment on this channel. Uh, you know, like I mentioned in the beginning, that we are using the Zoom, the free thingy, uh, because these other apps, you know, are not always compatible with all our devices in South Africa. But that's fine because we are entrepreneurs. We are building our own platforms. Gallery 360 Africa is coming. It is happening. And everybody in this platform will hear about it um, because we are tired of China and America setting the trends. We are tired of that. We want our own platforms we want it for us, by us. That is just, and we will not compromise. So um, 
just to just to touch face on Sifa, you were just <clears throat> commenting on the earlier point. Basically, what I was just trying to the point I was just trying to make is um that uh, there's room for collaboration on where we can mm. uh, what's the right word uh, uh, not harness but get more people uh, 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 to 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 vote to log in and buy and buy. That's the that's the that's the main thing I wanna I wanna push um is, is to, to see how we can how mm. we can sell. Uh, one just uh, just another point. I'll just make this point, then I'll bring um, um, I'll bring um, Cabello in. One thing that I noticed with a hard lockdown, which is not three years ago, which sees like it was just the other day, literally. Um, the whole world was busy. Uh, was 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 escaping through some form of expression, whether it be books, music, um, TV, movies, etc. And that and 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 at the heartbeat of all of that is um is is is, is a writer. Is a writer or a or a creative director or visual artist, whatever. But 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 is a he's a creative. In other words, I always like to believe that art actually saved the world. Um, because without without our creativity, I don't think anybody across the world would have. I just don't think they would have survived. I just I, I really don't. And, and if anybody wants to argue with or, or, or you know a, I don't know why I keep prompting people to argue with me today. I must have woke up on the yeah. wrong side of the bed. You want but, that smoke? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, but my brother, um, just hold on. Just before I make um, Kabza, your screen looks frozen. Yeah. Oh. Oh. oh okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just 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 to say uh, to see here, like, congratulations on this issue. Um, mm. it's a wonderful read. Uh, also, I'm one of the contributors in this issue, and. <laughs> One of the things that you that you that you mentioned, just to I'll just quote your words here, which is to say, um, okay, new contrast marks the historic 20th edition of the literary journal, which is in itself a major milestone in the context of the very many literary magazines that have been founded and folded, right? Mm. Um, I'll just take it from there. Uh, in terms of my, my question is not so much about um what is the what 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 drives most literary journals to fold, right? Um, or maybe rather, my 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 the point that I'm trying to drive at is towards. Um, it seems like there are only a few uh, intellectual communities or or mm. literary journals like Bozoto that have a, a new contrast that have sort of outlived and that have existed for as long and 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 still continue to 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 you know to to thrive or to flourish under the difficulty the difficult circumstances. Mm. Uh, um, so in contrast to perhaps this idea of commercial sector uh, or moving the us towards a commercial space, it seems like mm. these 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 literary journals or these intellectual communities have been able to, 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 to exist even with minimal support. Mm. And it seems like maybe it is mostly the more serious or the more, or the more serious spaces that seems to exist without the support. So the mm. support probably comes from somewhere internally, from the muscle that is pushed by the people who are committed to that particular structure mm -hmm. or that particular mm -hmm. community, that specific community, that book mm -hmm. club, that uh, uh, space that 
that that that is able to create a platform for these thinkers to 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 continue developing their work. Mm -hmm. So um, it seems, on the other hand, the more these kind of spaces move towards thinking of maybe towards thinking about going towards the commercial sector, they become watered down, don't they? Well, yes. Um, so it's one of the things that we are really trying to keep the lights on as well at the end of the day, like, you know, to be creative and to retain your integrity while still doing uh, good work that will actually feed you is a, a very difficult tightrope that we walk. Um, and that whole thought of selling out is one of my big fears as well as a as a poet individually before I'm be I become an editor. Um, there are certain spaces, for instance, just going on a bit of a tangent um, with regards to festivals um, that I have the honor of not being invited for, but the day that that happens, I have to really introspect and see if I can really enter those spaces and what it does for my integrity as well. And in that sense, when we, once we bring it back to the, the, the essence of your question, which is the whole um, literary magazines actually folding, it's about building community for me. You got to build a stable set of people that will be there and say, uh, New Contrast is one of ours, of one of our community. And Botsoto, New Contrast, New Coin has managed to do that in, in, in some extent. Um, not perfectly, but of course, these are things that we can build upon. Uh, um, the subscriber model for New Contrast is effective for them. It's worked as well as it has so far. But then uh, there has been a sharp decline with regards to subscribers in recent times. So what we're doing now, or what I intend to do now, is to build the community, the New Contrast community. In the editorial, I did make reference to a Steve McQueen movie from the Small Axe yes. anthology called... Uh, the mangrove or mangrove, yes. which was about yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the community, <laughs> the, the English or the Caribbean uh, yeah. community living yeah. in Notting Hill and how yeah. they defended the establishment, the restaurant with all that they had. Yeah, and I'm really trying to build that for new contrast as well. I want uh, to build a trust in the magazine to the point where people will be willing to speak about the magazine outside of, of South Africa and of course, recognize it as one of their own. And I'd encourage that for Bototo. I'd encourage that for Newcoin as well. And of course, I am very familiar with Bototo. Bototo is a home to my own writing. And so I always engage with them. It doesn't need to be a, a, a space of competitors. Uh, we're collaborating well with Bototo. So going back to uh, where's this previous point about opportunity for collaboration, uh, it's always a space. There is always a chance for us to collaborate with Bototo, with Bitcoin, and even in the African continent as well. I do know the editor-in-chief of Pepper Coast Lit, Jeremy Khan, and Lloyd Kakinga himself is editor of Tivo Tribe as well. Um, so there's always opportunities. The hard lockdown, as much as it was a, a bad time, it also opened up uh, a platform like Zoom for us to actually communicate and see each other. Um, and talk with each other as well. So the whole building of community is one of my big points, and that's why I made reference to that movie. Great movie, by the way. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> Brilliant. Wow. Yeah. Well, um, I just that. wanted to. Re 
um, sorry, sorry, Cabello, man. I want to just raise a point. Um, one of my favorite MCs, and I've said this on this platform a few times. Um, immortal Techniques said there's a market for everything, and then he sort of breaks it down what mm-hmm. he means, and I believe him with that. Um, just to just to um, um, Kabza, you made a point of like in order for you for your product to sell, it needs to be watered down. That's actually quite true, and I mean you can just look now past pop music, for example. But I'd like to believe that the e smart people are there. I, I do believe that there are people that want to consume our product. I don't believe and I don't think we should compromise. I think um, I'm actually I'm actually quite emotional about like um, emotional is probably an emotional word, but it is what it is. That <laughs> I don't think we should compromise. I just I just I just I I just I just, I just don't think so. I do believe that there is. I mean. Um, I just, I just don't think we should come. I do believe there is a market out there. It's just how do we, how do we tap into it? Which raised, which I want to come back to the point that Sidney <clears throat> made about um, building communities and about the subscription um, base. And I actually wanted to pick your brain a little bit about that. Um, I had a look mm-hmm. at your um, Facebook page. I mean, you have the excess of about just under 2,000 um, 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 likes or your, your like pages, which is, which is, mm-hmm. which is substantial. Mm-hmm. Which is substantial. I mean, if you break that number down, if um, if a fifth, uh, if half of those guys buy, you know, um, 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 and I mean buy every publication every month, that's um, I don't know if that if, if that if numbers will that be able to sustain you? I'm I'm not sure, but I do believe that 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 if at least like half of that, you know, at least it's something. So which actually leads to my question: um, what other um? tools or tricks tricks is not the right word what other what other gimmicks you guys have in order to get um, subscription to grow the subscription base mm. and what are you guys offering um i just want to make one point on that and then i'll you know leave it up to everybody um are you guys familiar with patreon yes we are um okay, i am familiar so, with patreon uh yeah so yeah, yeah. you want to continue so, so, sort of using that as a model so you know once you have a subscription base mm. you know you offer your subscribers things over the over the course which i think is actually which which is a good model so based on that um mm. yeah do you guys have any um any ideas on how to on how to monetize your subscription base yeah yeah well what to begin with i will make the point of saying that uh, we do need donations and subscribers to keep us afloat so i'm going to emphasize that point uh, it's very important that I say, you know, donation subscribers, you know, but at the end of the day, um, I'm in a position where I need to also find ways to, to fundraise as well. Uh, it's not all glamorous of being a, uh, an editor in this, in this role. So what I've decided to try and do is to have more of these events. And while I am there in person, I can just speak to people and, and literally ask them to subscribe. Um, also, there'll be a few uh, high school library initiatives, drives to libraries, because mm-hmm. that's where the young uh, writing community is going to start off. Yeah, but- imagine mm-hmm. if, I just imagine myself if I was approached mm-hmm. in high school uh, mm-hmm. by an editor, a journal editor, where I'd be now, starting from mm-hmm. that young age uh, of submitting yeah. to journals and by the time 10 years from high school, you have an idea of where you want to be. And of course the growth as well. The work I was writing at 25 is not the same work that I'm writing at 30. 
it's not the same work I'm writing now. Uh, mm. I'm not going to expose my age as to where I am, but, you know, I'm an old man now. I'm a young old man. Mm. <laughs> um, so just speaking to uh, high school libraries and public libraries is what I plan to do as well. And, of course, mm. uh, retaining the subscriber that we have. And, of course, Patreon is not a bad idea. It's just a matter of these things of uh, the convergence of the U.S. dollars and like how we work out that, because most of mm. these things, these platforms are, are from the West or the Northern Hemisphere. But we'll figure that out. Um, it has to be feasible, but if it makes sense, we'll do it. Like I think one of the most important things about standing a magazine is being adaptable. Yeah. And mm. as far as new contrast has gone where it's been it's been adaptable uh, mm. it's the only platform that uses uh, submittable which is a submitting platform mm. so writers will submit their work through there and we can sort of let them know that the work is in progress or it's been read or it's been accepted declined or whatever so this whole idea of being adaptable and and speaking directly to the our readers or subscribers is that is, is one of the the few tricks that we can use but of course there's always room for improvement and we're always looking for ways to to increase the subscriber base to give the, the readers, subscribers, the writers a better platform. And of mm. course, it all takes money. That's the, that's yeah. the harsh the yeah. harsh reality yeah. of it. It takes the money. Yeah. Well, well, I also think one of one of the successes of, of this particular uh, publication or issue, for me, it's how um, you mentioned, you know, high school high school scholars coming into uh, the exposure of literary journals. And I think you've been able to mm. slot them in very nicely in here. Uh, although I see yeah. most of them come from convents. I also went to one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just thought about that. What does that mean? You know, I mean, a convent still the itch nowadays. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> you know, oh, but wow. on the other um, hand, what 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 I also kind of um, enjoyed in, in this in this particular journal is, um, is although it's predominantly written of or the, the the language the, the, that is predominantly used is English. However, mm. you know, for me, what 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 I enjoy about it is how it seems like I could almost move from one particular black writer and maybe. Um, almost have like a uh, uh, share or rather get published, publish one black writer next to a white writer. For example, the mm. lady, um, what's her name? Uh, Robin Peros, you know, I could mm -hmm. almost move from reading one township story and reading one which is in her world. And they almost mm -hmm. kind of exist on the same kind of, um, how can I say, the language of imagination. It's, it's mm -hmm. almost, uh, you know, uh, it's, 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 it's almost in conversation. You know, so even though there's high school material in this book, I don't feel like I'm reading like a junior's work. I'm really reading rich poetry that comes from the mm. voices of this land. And I think mm. that's that's a very lovely balance. And I mean, what went I'm I'm more I'm also interested in what informed this approach in 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 in, in the editorial. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, this was my first edition, uh guest editing. And New Contrast 201, of which we're revealing the cover on mm. Wednesday, will be my second edition that I was guest editing. So my mm. first edition as editor-in-chief is 202, which is set mm. 
to come out in July as well. So July will be very busy. And mm. so because it was the historic mm. 200th edition, uh, I must give credit to Robin Milan uh, from mm. English Alive, who actually compiled uh, that high school section of the poetry. And I just thought that uh, all of the poetry there, because I was supposed to make a submission of only two. Uh, and I just took the whole batch because it would mean so much to a high school student to have their work featured sure. uh, on New Contrast, especially for the 200th edition as well. And we're looking to do that also independently of English Alive for ourselves, just so we can have, yeah, like you said, convenient poets, I noticed yeah. that as well. I want to have township poets. I'm willing to go to Gamashu and you know speak to those guys and see what if they'll be willing to send us some stuff. I'm willing to go to yeah. I'm willing to speak to high schools, uh, black mm -hmm. high schools, black townships, and see if they'll be willing to that to do that. And with regards to just the way it was, it was chosen, uh, I literally did pay attention to sequencing of the poems, especially. Though I was disappointed that we didn't get a lot of short story submissions from Black writers, mm. of which now I'm actually soliciting work for 202. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just something I have to be very blunt about to say that most of the, the Black writers participate in poetry writing. Though we did actually include uh, a short story in Isikosa mm. in 201, but it's not, it's not merely enough to, to satisfy my vision of disbalancing the demographics of which I hope to address as well during the regime, my regime. Um, otherwise, yeah, like we just need to be intentional about just uh, having a black, white, Indian colored representation. It must be reflective of the countries. When, I, when you take this book with you on your travels, Cabello, uh, if you're on a world tour, and you go to the US and you say, this is from back home. They yeah. must understand what back home feels like. Absolutely. And that's my meaning. Yeah. He's relieved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Nice one. Nice one. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Sikle, like um moving um moving forward, I want to this is sort of off topic or what we're talking about now, but I think it's a very relevant question. I also ask most of my guests, um, especially in 2023, um, since January, um, artificial intelligence got launched, chat GPT. Um, I read an article last week that is actually, um, you can actually prompt chat, well, I know this as well. You can actually prompt the chat GPT to write your full script. So a movie script, TV script, so forth. Um, and even a, um, mm. a, uh, a poem, anything, any, any form of creative writing, I've used it in my own capacity as well. Um, I think it's quite effective. Mm. Um, it also cuts mm. down a lot of menial jobs. So as an editor, um, are you, mm. do you guys have, uh, I guess, tools in place to sort of, um, you know, if you open for submissions to know if this is by the person, um, <clears throat> you know, or if it's written by um, AI, and um, are you do you do you do you, do you think the technology is a potential threat or is it a potential mm. collaborator? Mm -hmm. mm. Well, to answer your question, uh, we don't have tools in place. Uh, we'll be 
none the wiser if somebody decided that, you know what, I'm going to write my poem using chat GPT or I'm going to write my prose piece using chat GPT. Um, maybe down the line we'll have something like that, but for the moment we don't. Um, but yeah, it's something to think about. I'll, I'll, I'll note that. It's definitely something there is, to think um, about. There is, there is tools that you can, off the top of my head, I don't know what it is off the top of my head, but I... But it does, it exists where you can um where 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 the app scans mm. the document and see so but okay. um I'm just I'm just I'm just interested to know that um um I had a conversation with with a few visual artists early on in this year around January late January February there there around where the concern was raised that um yo like this technology might potentially take over our work I mean the mm. the app gets mm. over a billion prompts a day. A day which yeah. is substantial that is substantial mm -hmm. and um so for example I'll, I'll just give you a working example um so for portraits i think that the technology will most probably take over um you know usually mm -hmm. if you have a family thingy you know you got an artist and they paint draw whatever your family now now you can just prompt the um the technology and it's quicker um there was also a story mm -hmm. let me just tell you the story it was also a few months ago where some fella, some Asian-looking fella in the, in the States um, was reading his daughter a storybook, and um, he felt mm -hmm. that he could write his own book. And within 72 hours later, he had the printed copy in his hand. 72 hours later. Mm -hmm. I mean, like you guys know, also, that is, that's something. So mm -hmm. um, it also takes off, um, I guess, some wind from, from publishers. I think I think publishers itself is under, is under threat mm -hmm. there. So... Um, do you guys, did you guys have, you know, as with your, with, with the staff and so forth, is, are these concerns? Do you guys raise these points? Are, are they, mm. you know, we are, I mean, mm. just, just sorry, before you answer, um, um, pardon, pardon. Um, living in South Africa, we have load shedding constantly. Mm. Um, we also like to believe that we are a bit of a backward thing, which is not true. Yeah, sure. Load shedding mm. is fucked up and this and that, but the technology is available. And it's been used mm. like where we are right now. So it's not something that's happening, mm. you know, across the Pacific. That's my point. Mm. So, so you guys, you know, do you guys are you aware? You know, you, yeah, you get what I'm asking. Well, what I will say as well is uh, I, I acknowledge that the technology is all updated as well. Um, I think right now it it cannot writes in an African voice yet. Uh, it doesn't include Isuzulu or Posa properly, but it'll probably be updated. It will. It will. It'll, 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 it'll get smarter. Um, it can write yeah. in various, it's... but it'll get smarter. But anyway, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Not, not no, no, it's no problem. So one of my friends who's, who's a web developer, digital marketer, prompted uh, ChatGPT to write a poem as me, as myself. And it was hot garbage, but I understand it eventually. It will get to the point where there'll be no distinction as to who who wrote what. Like I might write my piece. It might even be better than me as well. That's another thing. So in terms of to answer your question of being a threat, down the line it will be. It will be. But I still respect and admire the human touch. Uh, the creative pursuits, um, mm. that whole reward of persevering in the arts, 
uh, it all begins with a blank page. And it's so important to emphasize the point that uh, there is value in the creative endeavor. Uh, the whole, that story just told about the person who wrote a book in 72 hours, he'll never understand what it took for the real I, I top agree with heavy you. author. I and agree with you. so someone can come and submit the new contrast uh, using AI, but that's between them and their conscience for now. Like, even that, I'm not, I'm not some who's gonna go and like look up the whether they did it or not if it's if it's good then it's good but there should be some sort of integrity as well i i would i would actually speak to the idea of of actually having produced your own work um the whole thing of plagiarism institutions as well is is, is something that i also yep. I, I i i am for it uh we should produce authentic work that was created by us but it's going to get a lot more difficult to do this. Even those apps that are there to detect, these technologies will probably be able to bypass those things as well. So the best way is just to, you know, look at the work as far as you know. And if it feels like a robot wrote it, I think maybe innately within us, we might be able to detect it as well. But maybe I'm just being a bit too much of an idealist at that stage. But mm. yeah, the, the creative endeavor is, is a beautiful thing. And I think this thing of AI, it's a threat, yes. But of course, we got to ask about the person who, who uses it and their integrity and the issue that they have inside. Like, you know, what kind of artist are you? If you um, need a I crush, just like to, you know? I'd just like to raise a point on top of that. Um, also, uh, another reason why I'm bringing this thing up is also to... Um, or let me explain it to you like this. I think I think um, um publications um journals like you like yourselves is needed now more than ever, um because yeah. because because this technology is becoming more popular. If you, I mean, Ice Cube mentioned early on in the week also, um he was pretty pissed off about this and that, and he had some nasty things to say, um and I can totally mm. hear him. But if you rewind the clock back, um less than twenty years ago, they said the same thing about um. Mm about what was this um what was this before itunes anyway anyway there was there was another app um, before before itunes that um you could illegally download music musicians said the same thing or similar they were as, as frustrated mm -hmm. and 15 years 20 years later it's now they've adapted so i do believe that we will adapt but i do believe that um, um publications like yourself um, and various other art galleries mm -hmm. and and music companies um, um, um production companies so forth it's 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 the onus is, is for them to set the standard and to and to call mm. the shots to say that we can only use it for this for that that which is also why i'm bringing it up is to see what else um you know how how other guys you know are, are, are thinking about it and so on so yeah that's just my point mm, that's mm, just mm. my final um point um regarding regarding technology uh Kabza, you had something mm. to say my brother yeah i mean um i think in forging identity as a person in the world, you know, you come from somewhere. And that is um, maybe the idea that, um, you know, um, the body itself is, is, is like a memory of the ancestors. You, you know, I look mm. like someone, I reflect mm. someone in the past, mm. you know. Um, the language that I speak 
the way that I move, it is all be about belonging to this particular space and time, you know. Mm. And I think that that cannot be taken away by technologies and so and sure. so forth. Because even the body itself is is far more of a complex technology itself. Sure. It's a complex sure. technology itself. The way that we have um, developed and evolved in our thinking, um, you know, with these new roles that Sitle is 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 currently occupying, the role that you are currently occupying as somebody who has a podcast. We are all using these technologies to tell our stories. And I think that in itself, it, it's the notion that the body itself is a part, it's, it's a member of a particular society. And the skin itself has myths and histories that are shared through mm. going through these experiences and these common spaces. And I think, yeah. you know, um, I mean, with that said, I mean, um, I, I, I mean, like myself and I've, 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 I've shared specific spaces with both of you uh, gentlemen, you know, Sile, I mean, I remember the first, with your first book, um, and then we're sharing the reading at my space in, in Gramsal mm. you know, before mm. the launch, you know, mm. and maybe I, I'd like you to touch a little bit on that, you know, and, and, and how, and, and how the journey has stretched out and played out itself over time as, as someone mm. who's now going on their third book, um, I, I still want to hear, you know, the 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 the, the oral aspect in your reading. I mean, I know you read, but I I'd, I'd yeah. love to hear the 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 the, the voice, you know, yeah. uh, of, of the yeah. poet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that vividly as well. That experience mm -hmm. of uh, going to your space and uh, reading from Stranger, which was my first collection in 2015. Yes. Because I was so nervous to read at the time, like I, I'm still, I still get very nervous to read even now. Like I feel like I'm a better reader of my own work, but mm. you know, the thought of having someone read my work for me has always crossed my mind as well. Um, but mm. yeah, it's just the whole idea of 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 reading uh, the work that I know so well. You know, I've always, mm. I'm always into minds, but. I do remember that we played a lot of hip hop music there. We were playing some uh, some old school jazz rap. I think yeah. we, had, we might have played some tribe, uh, some some Wu Tang, <laughs> you know, the greats. And uh, yeah, like up to now, you know, it's one of mm -hmm. the great memories I think I have of of, of you, Cabello. Uh, yeah, that that's, that time, that time period as well. Mm -hmm. The roads, uh, Makanda art scene was really a great time like we got to go to art galleries uh validation as well where the people met validation people came to my house at one stage as well we had a nice session yes. there and you mm. took the the photograph of the mother and child madonna portrait that's in your book as well you know yes. and i was happy that i was yes. able to contribute that for you as well wow, and you. so now that we're here uh 2023 i got actually four books uh got another mm. chapbook coming out in the u.s called the nation mm. alongside uh zabala's republic in mm. also Pototo, both coming out in july okay so yeah I'm, i've been a very busy person um but yeah, yeah I'm always grateful for the opportunities to to produce work while we still can as well while we still have people who will read the work as well because yeah there's a whole thing about the art world. You can go in and out of fashion as well. 
Um, so yeah, like I stick to my guns. I stick to <laughs> to what I do. Uh, I work hard. Uh, hard as anybody, perhaps even harder to my own detriment. But I do my best. I do. I I always work on the reading, the work properly. And yeah, we have uh, great colleagues around us. Uh, even Wesley Pepper. I'm sure after this we'll be in touch again. And uh, thank you, my brother. Yeah, it's just building community and just uh, doing what's best for the arts and what's best for, mm. for black arts as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, man. Um, gentlemen, I think that's actually a great point to sort of wrap it all up. We are running out of time anyway. Um, Sifre, just like in closing, just to all the listeners, where can they get hold of you or New Contrast? So like mm. web pages, email addresses, so forth, and social medias and so on. Okay, so most importantly, I'll start with New Contrast, uh, www.newcontrast.net. That's our website. Yeah, there we go. Uh, there we go. Holding up, uh, hold up, block my face too, so you can't see me. Uh, <laughs> and then on uh, on uh, Instagram, we are, we do we are on Instagram New Contrast. Just search it there, you'll find us. New Contrast Lit on Twitter. And then for me personally, it's CKX Dooley. At CKX Dooley on all social media platforms except Facebook. Not really a fan of Facebook, but it maybe eventually go back there. Um, with regards to my books, you can find Rumbling on Take a Lot. Uh, and of course, Potsoto will be soon launching my new collection, Zabala's Republic, that's set to come out in July. That's for all my South readers. And if you're based in the US, the nation. It's also coming out in July by from River Glass Books. So yeah, uh, we're just trying to get what we can from this poetry thing everywhere we can get it. Mm -hmm. and, uh, people can look forward to new contracts as well in July. So yeah, thanks for, for having sure. me. For sure. And just, um, just I will also... Go, Wes, um, just before sure? you go, Wes, is it mm -hmm. possible that you could get Sikhe to read a piece from maybe he's one from Rumbling? Okay, I don't think the time will allow for, for this year, but what yes. we can do is if you can. Okay, uh, sorry, my, my speaker's there. So what, what you can do, you can, yes. you, can, you, can, you can just send me the, the, you know, the video clip and I'll just attach it through to this episode. Mm -hmm. I, will, I will publish this episode as on the 27th, which is tomorrow on Saturday. And just to my listeners, I think I'm going to, instead of publishing my, the, this thing is just making listeners, I will, um, I will, um, I'll be publishing the, I'll, I'm moving the publishing date now. It's supposed to a Friday every week to a Saturday. Um, that's just to get more hits and lessons and so forth. So basically, if you can do it to my email, I'll attach it through to this um, okay. and, I'll, and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll add it on that towards the end of the um, episode. And um, just to both my guests, guys, thanks a lot for coming through, okay. man. Um, I really, it was great to co-host with you, my brother. It was it was very hola, organic, hola. it was very spontaneous. I love it. It's good. <laughs> I, I much love my king to all your publications. We will definitely be in touch and um let's let's talk about collaboration and see how we can um how we can forward each other's um, business. And to my listeners, remember to like, subscribe, and comment mm. on this channel. Um I will be recording with Asar Kebulan over the weekend as well. So look forward to African Genius podcast as well. We've got some guests lined up there too. And keep warm and stay well, gentlemen. And I'll be in touch with both of you via all these other apps mm -hmm. in the course of the week. One love, gents. Hola, hola. Mm. Salute. Salute.